0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: We bring in our man, Jason Jones of The Athletic. Jay, appreciate you as always. Uh, We were talking about your Los Angeles Lakers. You guys have won three straight. You got uh, uh, hourglasses being posted on Twitter. The trade (laughs) deadline is two days away. I, I made the argument a moment ago that the Lakers are what their record is. Like, how close is that to reality, or does this team have another gear that they could hit?
2: I mean, I think they really are what their record... I mean, this is what they are, They, but they've been at least. I think they can play better, but I don't know if there's a move out there that's going to all of a sudden transform them at this point. I, don't, I just don't know. It seems like a lot of teams are gun-shy right now. Mm-hmm. And I just... I think, like I said, with his last two or three weeks, D'Angelo Russell's been playing like a guy who does not want to live in Atlanta right now mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever team he'd get shipped to. Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, the Vander. to me, the Vanderbilt injury for them is more pressing than trying to get DeJounte Murray. You need some more, you know, but I don't know how you get that help. And I don't know if they want to give up, a, you know, a future first-round pick for Dorian Finney-Smith. And if you believe what you read the nets want what how many picks for him and i'm like they come said on now two. let's like come on now come on let's chill let's not be ridiculous
1: i think some of these and you you dealt with this a lot um but but, but with the athletic with the sacramento b like how full of crap are general managers in in those in the front office around this time
2: i you don't believe a word they tell you i mean it, at this point of the year when they start calling you to tell you what they've heard, just know there's an agenda behind it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just know, and it's part of the game that you have to play in the business. But, you know, they this, this is the time of the year where I don't believe anything anybody tells me. I don't believe agents. I don't believe players. I don't believe GMs. Everyone's trying to, you know, fish for information. And sometimes that means a GM or an agent makes a call to a reporter and says, hey, I heard this. What did you hear? And then you put that out there, which then generates some more discussion. It, it, it's a it's an ongoing cycle that every beat writer just dreads because you've got to, by nature of the job, chase everything. And nine times out of ten, you're chasing, a you know, rerunning to a, to a brick water and nothing there. So I just don't see a lot. I mean, just because I don't see a lot of activity, which, of course, means, you know, between now and Thursday, there'll be like 15 trades, but... <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. I think
2: Siak- Siakam. Siakam was the big piece. I think. Yep. I think Siakam was the big was the big piece, and usually, every year is that one guy. You know, I mean, people talk about Clay Thompson, but who's going to take on that contract for what Clay has been now? You know, like I said, Dejounte is intriguing, but you know, what are you willing to give up for Dejounte Murray? Mm-hmm. So I just think that. I mean, to me, it's a whole lot of chatter right now. I just don't see a lot that makes sense for a lot of people right now, but. Whenever you think there's nothing going to happen, something to happen. Like, who had had KD getting traded last year?
1: Yeah, DeJounte and the Lakers, too, was the one that, like, I just... I, I feel like I've watched a decent amount of Lakers games, and I've never felt like, you know who will change this? DeJounte Murray. Now, not that DeJounte Murray's not a super capable scorer, but I always try to look at it through the prism of, yeah, you're on a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, though.
2: Right. Like, what do you... I mean... It takes a special kind of guy to be that third guy with LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, right. and I don't know if a, a, a point guard who has to have the ball. <laughs> I mean, didn't we see this movie with Russell Westbrook? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly what they need. I mean, I know what drives people in L.A. crazy. What they need is they need some wing dif- defenders they need gabe i mean i mean not the gabe vince is going to save the season but they sorely need a point of attack defensive point guard they sorely need one more guy like that i mean they miss right now they miss dennis Schroeder. you know but i think i just don't see i you know i think especially, L- especially laker fans and laker media will get enthralled with a guy i like you got to get that remember 2 years ago buddy hilt was the was the, end the one father problem if you just get Buddy healed, you just got to get, you know. So, I mean, there's always some guy that they're always chasing or putting up there is you get that one guy that's going to fix everything. And usually that one guy doesn't end up in, in L.A. So, I'm just curious to see what actually happens by Thursday.
1: You know what I just told me? You know, Buddy's still on an expiring contract.
2: <laughs> hey, it
1: could happen. Shavano and the Lakers at long last.
2: Yeah, who knows? Like I said, I, I, I believe nothing I hear and I'll believe it when I see it. So, I mean, that, you know, you look at the West still that bottom six, you know, from like six on down, that's what about three, four games separating them. You know, one of those teams goes on a run, somebody goes on a four or five game losing streak, things look a lot different. So I say let this whole thing play out. Let people complain about the sixty-five game rule and all that. Then we'll just see what happens in June.
1: Do you think that rule changes?
2: No, I don't. I don't understand why having a guy play more than two thirds of the season <laughs> should be required. I know everyone is using the Embiid example, but we're talking about a guy who gets hurt a lot. Yeah, I don't think Joel Embiid got hurt because he knew he was if he didn't play sixty-five games. I mean, Joel and B gets hurt. And, to, you know, and then you got guys saying, well, what, what did Raymond say? He lost a, an award because Kawhi only played 50 games. And, yeah. like, that, that didn't happen.
1: There was no truth and, to that whatsoever.
2: Yeah. And generally, mo- I mean, having been a voter multiple times, I've never just voted for a guy who played four. Like, like last year, I left LeBron at 80 off my all-NBA teams. And LeBron still made it. I didn't put him on. I said, LeBron played 40-something games. Mm-hmm. You can't put you can't put you know him ahead of a guy who played who 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 you know was available you know two thirds three fourths of the season. I think in a lot and, and for me the players I'd be mad at their union. They agreed to this the same way they agreed to allow their contracts to be tied to awards that the media votes on. Mm-hmm. Maybe your union shouldn't put your tie your money up to what I think about you as a player. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think that was a lot of people's frustration with the All-Star snubs too, like DeMontis Sabonis, and I know in the grand scheme of things this is chump change for guys who signed, you know, 220 million dollar contracts, but he did miss out on 2 million dollars or it was like mm-hmm. 1.3 I think for not making the All-Star team. Um
2: and yeah, and as a member of the media, I do not want the responsibility of costing somebody their money. Right. Like even remember a couple of years ago, if Clay makes third, it all makes all NBA, he gets this much. That should not be the media's responsibility to dictate how much that guy makes. I think I've always viewed those rules as more as controls for ownership and front offices can't control their own spending. Mm -hmm. They can just say, well, I can't help it. You know, Hey, this is the rule. Like De'Aaron Fox is a super max player. I don't think that we need a rule (laughs) to tell the king that he's a super supermax player right. but if for example a team wants to make i don't know if you want to make andrew wiggins a super supermax player that's on you mm-hmm. i don't i don't think we need a rule to control that but it is what it is and you know i think let you no know, last summer jalen brown sent a note to all of us who voted for him because thanks to our votes he got a much larger contract right and I didn't I didn't vote going you know what I want to make sure Jalen Brown gets paid mm-hmm. but that's the world we live in now and there, there may be a guy who a team might value like, if you're if you're Denver you get lucky because Jamal Murray's not an all-star again and he's you know likely not an all-NBA player he's a supermax player to them mm-hmm. but by the rules, he's not. So you end up saving some money because of the rule,
1: and that's the important part about the De'Aaron Fox conversation is because De'Aaron does need another All NBA nod for his next contract negotiation. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and and know, I yeah, and and it sucks that it's gonna it could come down to whether or not someone puts Trey Young or, ahead of him on All NBA yeah. or or if someone puts like like I had I had. When I looked at the All-Star team, I thought it would be tough for Sabonis to make it. But I had De'Aaron in the spot that ended up being Devin Booker.
1: See, that was the thing. We always thought we thought leading in just because there was no buzz around Sacramento. They even though they had virtually the same record, they were, I think, five at the time versus three where they were last year at the at the at the All Star break. And we're thought they're probably not going to acknowledge them both. And I think we might be at the point where they recognize the Aaron Fox as a star. There was no scenario where we thought neither one of them would make the all-star team.
2: Yeah. I thought Book missed too much time this season. I thought he missed a good chunk of time and that would go against him. But what do I know?
1: <laughs> well, we got to get Carl Anthony Towns in there because, you know, they have the top team in the conference. And apparently that's really important to selecting all-stars now.
2: Yeah, but the funny thing about it now, it's like, isn't OKC number one right now?
1: Yeah, they're tied so for got, number one. Yeah, they're both yeah, they've 35 got one, yeah.
2: I mean, it's like, it's not baseball. No one's required to have a guy. You, you don't get every team. But I just, I really thought that De'Aaron would get the, I, I didn't think they would take Book over De'Aaron. But maybe Book has reached that point where as long as he's walking and he's not injured, he gets to be on the team.
1: Well, and salute. He deserves it. That's what Steph got. Steph yeah. Steph isn't having a better season than De'Aaron Fox is, but he's Steph Curry, so he got he yeah. got he got that respect.
2: Yeah, and that's part. I mean, that's part of it. It's like it's a merit thing, but it's also a star thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so it, it's a it's a it's a two it's a two it's a, you know either way it's a it's a popularity thing, which it's a, you know you know which which maybe doesn't help Sacramento, but I always laugh when I see these player votes, <laughs> like. I mean, everyone trashes the media or whatever. Like some of these player votes are. What? Didn't Giannis's brother get like three G- or four? Chavell
1: G- McGee got a couple of votes in there.
2: I mean, there's guys out there who. I mean, it, it's hard for me. It's hard to, to to dump on the media and the fans for not taking it seriously when you got Giannis's brother getting votes. Yeah. Or what was it one year someone didn't vote for LeBron or KD? It was just like, okay, you just don't, you know, and that's what kind of my theory was with Trey Young. It was like, maybe guys just don't like Trey.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could be. Could be. Do you think that the – Jesse brought this up earlier. I thought this was an interesting question. We are talking about the trade deadline. Do you think the Rudy Gobert deal in Minnesota, like, broke trades? Like it kind of messed them up?
2: Yeah, it really did because everyone said – why are you giving up all of that for Rudy Gobert? And then now that's kind of the standard. It's like, oh, I want four first round yeah. picks. I want, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It completely shifted everything because now, you yeah, know, no shade to Rudy, but it's like people are like, come on, you got that much for Rudy Gobert? Mm-hmm. How, you know, how much can I get for Pascal Siakam or whoever the case? You know, I don't blame Atlanta for saying I want a ton for DeJounte Murray. I don't, you know, but hey, it's, You know, just because they did it doesn't mean everyone else has to do it. But I do think that really did reset things in a lot of people's eyes because it's like, wow, you got that much for Rudy Gobert? Instead of saying maybe Minnesota just really wanted Rudy Gobert to become, well, right? you know. And and
1: that's how I looked at it. Like Minnesota, for whatever reason, saw Rudy Gobert as the ultimate difference maker for him. And we use the example of Alex Caruso, not trying to shade him at all. I just need a general manager because they're talking about – Two picks at minimum for Alex Caruso. I'm
2: like, yeah, and gonna- I love, Car- and I love Caruso, but come on, what are we talking about now? Like I said, two and three picks for Caruso for Dorian Finney. Come on, yeah. what, are we, what are we doing here? I mean, it's it's just getting it's getting asinine at this point.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna need a general manager to stand at the podium and explain. No, we felt like the key for us going from six, seven, or eight to one or two was Alex Caruso. That's why we gave up such and such in two first-round picks for him. There's yeah, no scenario you, that exists.
2: Yeah, if you believe that, do it. But come on now. Don't convince... I mean, if you want that for Caruso, what did you want for DeRozan? Yeah, right. Yeah. Dude, what did you want for healthy Zach Levine? What did you want for Vucevic, if that's what you want for... I, I just think guys like, you know, you know, defensive defensive guards, guys who can defend, 3 and D guys, are, I mean, they're valuable, but... They're not three and four first round pick valuable, in my opinion. I think you can, you know, go to the draft and find guys like that. You can find guys who can help you in that without giving up, you know, you know, first round picks into 2031 just to make it happen.
1: Has anyone general manager agent ever tried to call you this time of year and and ask you to write something for them or report something for them?
2: Yeah, it happens. Well, how come you, you know, they'll, they'll tell you something, and if you don't write it, like, hey, man, I gave you something good. Why didn't you use them? Like, because it's not going to happen, and I'm not going to be an, be the idiot on TV or on the radio talking about this scenario that's never going to happen. You know, you 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 get some of those, and then, you know, because I always tell young journalists, when someone's telling you something, you have to sometimes ask, why are they telling me this?
1: You yeah, know, right? Yeah, yeah. Why,
2: yeah, why are you telling me this? Like, mm-hmm you don't call me. Why are you calling me with this? You know, and and sometimes it's just, you know, and sometimes, like I said, they're fishing for info too. A lot of times it's just an exchange of information. Mm-hmm. There's things the GM will tell a reporter. They won't tell another agent or a G, you know, and then a lot of times you become like this facilitator of information and you're going back and forth and you're talking to this person and that person. And then you're talking to that person's agent or the friend of the agent or the friend of the friend of the agent who happens to hang out with them every now and then on Fridays. I mean, this thing gets so convoluted by by this time of year, you just always want it to be over.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: I, uh, uh, apologies to those on Radio, Odyssey, HD, all of that stuff. It's been bugging me. I've been trying to figure it out. What is on your shirt?
2: Oh, this is the Snoop Dogg WrestleMania shirt from last year. Oh,
1: it's Snoop. I kept looking at it like it's it's a wrestling shirt. It's the the yeah, character's black.
2: This, this, this is the dog, with the with yeah.
1: I was I was like, is this a beard? Do they not have eyes? Like who? Like is it Kofi? Like what the hell is that? <laughs> Snoop. Okay. It was dry. We're we're twenty minutes into this. I'm, this was driving me like, crazy.
2: Like what the hell is on his chest? I like, didn't even the- know.
1: I didn't even know Snoop had a WrestleMania shirt from. Yeah. Uh the the immortal moment where Shane McMahon blew out his quads.
2: That family and quads will Well. Yeah, that
1: that, that well, family's
2: yeah, canceled. Let's Yeah, let, well, certain members of the family are.
1: Let's get to what's important. This is what everyone's here for. Polo L says, Where does Jason stand on We Want Cody?
2: Oh man, that's a tough one. I want Cody to finish the story Mm -hmm. and I don't understand how we got to where we are right now, (laughs) but I'm, I'm willing to let it play out. I just think I'm willing to let it play out. You're with me. I don't, I don't know how we got, because when the rock did the whole head of the table thing back in January, and then you just never heard the rock again. I was like, okay, that was kind of weird. Why Mm -hmm. would he say that? And then like, never come back. But then have, I think the, the Punk injury threw things off. Mm-hmm. But even then, Punk was going to go against – Cody was still this wild card. Yeah. Because that's what it was supposed to be, Punk and Rollins. And I just – I I mean, have Cody win the Rumble, point at Roman, and then be like, okay, Rock, you can have it.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's where you miss me is there's there's no logical reason for Cody not to do this yeah I
2: mean you've got like I think I'd even put uh, if it's still called Twitter or X or whatever it's called i have said if it, it unless you're gonna have the rock come in basically I'm on the board of directors I do what I want and have the rock play the heel I can see that but then I think roman's gonna get, roman's gonna be the face in this match roman's gonna get cheered
1: he might yeah I yeah.
2: mean I haven't heard we haven't heard of rocky sucks since what the nineties
1: yeah we heard it last night. And,
2: yeah, I was just like, man, I'm 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 really surprised that you know people are coming at him like that. The Rock's but usually
1: I, I, more like aware. Like they they I th- I feel like they misjudged the Rock. Remember the Rock's ill fated appearance in Philadelphia for that mm-hmm. was it the Royal Rumble that Roman won and the Rock yeah. is there and he's got his hand up in the air and the crowd is just letting them have it
2: because they didn't want Roman
1: right. They didn't want yeah, babyface face think, Roman.
2: Yeah. And I think that, yeah, this is, I mean, and it's just crazy because that promo Roman Roman cut was excellent on Friday. I mean, he just pretty much dumped all over Seth Rollins, his title and his whole career and his bank account. And here comes Cody. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't want none of that. I going to go over here and we're still not going to actually get, say the match is happening. And, It's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to let it play out. I'm just going to let it play out see what happens.
1: The, do you want Seth Rollins money or do you want tribal chief money? That line was tremendous, but I actually (laughs) hated the promo because I was like, what's the point in trashing the other title? Like that doesn't, I just don't think that accomplishes anything. Like he completely, and the problem with him trashing it is it was all accurate when he said yeah. that title is for all of the guys who couldn't beat me there there's like it is 100% accurate and it made you think like yeah that is the trash title
2: yeah and then it's like now you're going to have Cody go for the trash title yeah i'm like i'm like like i don't understand how we're getting here and i just have a feeling that even if Cody wins damian priest will cash in and then Cody will be champion for like two minutes oh my god and it, then it'll be more hard times for cody for the rest of the year that <laughs> like now they're just doing now they're just doing random stuff like why do we have another shinsuke nakamura match out of the book <laughs> like why i don't know if it's, i don't know what they're doing with him but like i said i'm gonna let it play out see what happens like i said for all the people who don't want the rock there they're all gonna watch mm. they're not gonna boycott because the rock is there and i think yeah i just but... think it's more timing thing because i think everyone wanted to see the tribal chief match but i think they probably underestimated how much people like cody like when i was in la last year for mania i was like oh my god they're really with cody like mm-hmm. there was a is, is cody a star a superstar that place was i mean that place was livid when cody lost yeah. so i mean he, i i think i i think cody gets the belt eventually it just won't happen in mania May not happen. I mean, I don't know what you do, but I'm gonna let it play out and see what happens.
1: If you were if you were having this match with the Rock and Roman, you probably should have done something crazy where Cody got the hell beat out of him before or during the Royal Rumble. Gets tossed, and I'm talking gets tossed at like, man, like ten, eleven, or twelve, and then twenty eight, twenty nine rolls around. If you smell what the Rock is cooking is hit hits. And I think the perception of what's happening is completely different.
2: Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I was like I was thinking, in, you know, not to be hateful, but you take our truth out the rumble and put the rock in there. You know, you take yeah. somebody out. Yeah. Just I mean. Well, not our truth. You got
1: to have our truth in there. He's a, probably that, right. Yeah, That hot tag moment was that that might have been the best moment of the Royal Rumble where he was trying to make a yeah. hot tag.
2: Yeah, between that and he hears twenty four, and he comes out. That guy's for oh, the women's I mean,
1: Royal Rumble. That yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: he hasn't aged like in twenty five years either.
1: I still yeah, think my cool. favorite one is when he took the ladder into the Royal Rumble and tried to climb because he thought it was like a Money in the Bank ladder match, but it was the Royal. Rumble. That's one of my. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, R-Truth
2: he's yeah he's moments. yeah. I, I retract what I said. Keep our truth in. But I'm like you. I just think. May, yeah, if you had The Rock come in and win the Rumble, okay. But for him, just like, hey, I'm here, I'm going, you know. And for whatever he said to Cody on that night, it was like, I don't, mm. I, I, I just said it's, it's, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to be watching tonight. I'll be watching Friday, and I'll be watching all the way till Mania. So that's hey, it, that's
1: it. I'll be watching Thursday at this press conference they're having in Las Vegas. I think it's hilarious they're having the WrestleMania press conference, which is in Philadelphia in Las Vegas during Super Bowl week. I don't know who scheduled that or planned that. That's brilliant.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then they're charging fans if they want to come to the press conference. Okay. I'm just like, you're really going to pay $500 to sit at the press conference. Is
1: Over that how days. much the tickets are?
2: I think, I thought one of them was like, there's like, there like a VIP and there's like a regular oh. one. That's like, one of them, you get to sit up front at the press conference. And you get like a cocktail party afterwards with some WWE superstars. Or whatever. Yeah,
1: unless that WWE superstar is named Dwayne, I'll take a hard pass on that.
2: I'll just watch on TV. That's I, insane. Yeah. But I mean, if you, you know, I guess you know, considering how much Super Bowl tickets are, maybe people think that's a bargain. Well, it's only five hundred to meet. You know, probably have Cody do that as well. Who knows? Make Cody do everything. He's the new Miz. He just got to make all the appearances. <laughs>
1: Um, well, speaking of Vegas, who you got this weekend? Are, are, you, are you invested at all in what's happening uh, in your home um, team stadium?
2: I, I, I'm not invested per se, but I have a problem going I, – I, like I said before, the play, it's hard to bet against my homes, and I don't like the way the Niners' defenses looked in the playoffs. Mm. I just don't like the way their defenses looked. I mean, I think if they played a competent quarterback against if, – if Jordan Love doesn't just – I don't know what the hell he was doing – you know, we, 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 didn't Green Bay, like, go to the fourth quarter without punting? Yeah. Or some great yeah. – I mean, have not liked the way their defenses was looking. I think when they lost that, they lost their safety to, to the ACL. I don't think people are talking about what that did to them enough. You know, and I think – I just – it's hard for me to go get, to, to say Mahomes is going to lose a big game unless, yeah. like it was against Tampa, his whole O-line is decimated. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though they the, the, the one tackle, the Taylor – gets a penalty every time he steps on, you know, every series. You know, I think that I think, you know, as, you know, if if the the trend continues, Bosa so doesn't get holding calls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Taylor might have a chance. And I just, it's hard for me to go against Mahomes. I mean, I thought I thought the Ravens would get him and he came in boom, boom. Kelsey touchdown. We're going to set the 10, you know, pacheco's running the ball well the niners have been getting gashed by guys like we're getting they were getting gassed you know by detroit and i mean they won the game but let's not forget it took one of the weirdest bounces off the head of a defender and Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah i it's hard for me to go against my homes i know the niners are the favorite the niners have a a talented defense but i don't like the way they've looked the last two or three games i've seen them play i just i don't you know i don't I, i don't know if it's the you know, the injury and the secondary, what it is, but they've been getting – I mean, they've gotten gashed at times lately.
1: The there's so much talk about the, the the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and that, you know, offense and how, you know, Tyreek Hill has gone and they've lost different components to of that offense. And I think a lot of people slept on until very late in the season that this might be the best defense he's had uh, since mm-hmm. his time as the Kansas City starter. Um, with all that said, though, I really I, – I, I'm calling Christian McCaffrey as my wild card and i think if he has a couple of those couple of those plays i think the 49ers might get this one
2: if the, i think the niners have to get up early i think gotcha. they, they got to get up early because if they get up early they can they can go at that run defense
1: well certainly doesn't seem like they could do what they get against detroit or green bay
2: <laughs> oh they do that it's over it's over they they fall behind 10 14 nothing you know now you've got to pass and like i said the chiefs the 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 area the Chiefs have been vulnerable to a lot of teams has been their run defense. Mm-hmm. And if you're down 14 nothing in the first half, you might have to abandon the run a little bit. And then, you know, and I think that plays into what Kansas City will want because Kansas City's got a, their second, their defense is really good. So I think, I think if it's a, if the Niners fall behind, they, I don't think they'll be as lucky as they were against Green Bay or Detroit. Yeah. I just don't. I can't you can't spot Patrick Mahomes 14 points <laughs> and then say, OK, well, we, we'll just rally now. No, you, you can't do that. They got to keep it close because you, you got to keep McCaffrey a factor in the run and the pass. And I guess, you know, and then because I, I also believe that you don't want uh, expose Purdy to that pass rush. Mm-hmm. They I, I think that, you know, you know, Spagnola gets to you know dialing up those crazy things he dials up. I don't think you want to expose him to that. So I think gotta, they, they can run the ball, they can win the game. But I also don't like the fact that, to me, it's like whenever the, the running the run is working, Shanahan goes, you know what? But I got this one play in the back I wanted to try. So let's go ahead and go to these four pass plays that I want to really run <laughs> for no reason at all. Yeah. yeah. Hell, if he ran the ball a few years ago, they, they win a Super Bowl. Oh,
1: will you stop blaming him for that?
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I won't blame the head coach who also blew a 28 three lead as a coordinator. That that was a shot. That was. I'm sorry. I I (laughs) I apologize. Uh, I I will not let my Raider affinity influence how I feel about the Shanahan family.
1: I think Shanahan's a good coach. You talk about uh, uh, you talk about uh, spotting Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about coaches. You talk about spotting Patrick Mahomes 14 points. I don't think you can spot Andy Reid 14 points either.
2: No. I no, the, I, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's, it, it, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be fun. You know, it's, you know, if the Niners can get over their aversion to soft grass or whatever they're complaining about, you know, the grass whatever the grass is too soft okay now
1: your 49ers hate's coming out now 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 we'll let you go jason's jason's <laughs> jason's 49ers hate is starting to show so we'll we'll let him go. i'm sorry i'm sorry
2: <laughs> soft grass is an important factor this week you know if the niners lose we'll hear about the grass was too soft in UNLV.
1: damn soft grass jay we appreciate you as always thank you my man All
2: right. see you next week when i'll have them i ain't gonna lie i i ain't gonna have no home stories i'm just kidding OK, <laughs> right. yeah. I can't even lie. I can't even lie like that. You Yeah, I got
1: you. You can't wear a division yeah. rival. I see you just show up yeah. with a Raiders jersey. It'll work the same.
2: Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Either way, I'm I'm all about the offseason.
3: There it so. is. There it is. All right,
2: y'all. Take it easy.
3: Pr- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?